Have you ever wondered how to help your bright kid increase their work production? Well, the secret is proving executive functioning. Hi, I'm Dr. Roseanne, and I'm a mental health trailblazer. Join me as we have real conversations about real solutions to kids' problems. And today, we're having a continued conversation about all things executive functioning and how to help your child really get to higher level work and get stuff done. Let's dive in. So what are advanced executive functioning skills? We just talked about in this series, in the last episode, talked about what the foundational skills are. Super important to understand you can't build a house with a shoddy foundation. And we can't get to these higher level skills, nor can we expect our kids to have an amazing output that matches how smart our kids are without really solidifying, reinforcing, making sure those foundational skills are in place. But let's talk about what are advanced skills. These are all things, remember, that can be taught. We need to reinforce the heck out of them. We need to shape them. We need to get them so that kids are producing work, they're starting tasks, and certainly controlling their impulses and regulating emotionally. So Our advanced skills are planning and prioritizing, organizing themselves and their materials, time management. Hello, let's talk about time blindness, goal-directed persistence, metacognition, right? Thinking about thinking and stress tolerance, which, you know, I love to talk about because we're in a world of bubble wrap parenting and nobody is really reinforcing and shaping the, the ability of kids to be autonomous so they can develop stress tolerance. But let's start with planning and prioritizing. At the heart of executive functioning is the ability to plan and prioritize. Kids lack executive functioning skills mean they don't see an end result. They don't think in outcomes. They don't see it. They don't feel it. You don't close your eyes and say, wow, I can see what that project looks like. That's what a kid who struggles with executive functioning happens teacher says, hey, we're going to do this. It's like a foreign language. They don't get it. And for those of us who have awesome executive functioning, we always think in outcomes. So how can we plan and prioritize for something we don't see? But this is the standard of what we do for our kids at home. And particularly at school, there is an emphasis in IEPs and 504 plans to give them checklists. Checklists are great. When you know where you're going, you don't just say there is a costume party. I don't know what the theme is, but you must wear one and it must be the theme. So just go figure it out. That's what we do with our kids all the time. We think because their IQ is 129 that they can figure it out. But if your brain and that skill is not developed for you, you're not going to be able to do it. We don't just say, hey, go drive this car. You have to take lessons, you have to practice, but yet we think because somebody's smart, they just automatically have this skill. Ding, 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 aha moment, okay? So planning and prioritizing starts with showing the end result and working backwards. That is a foundational skill. And I talk a lot about this and show you how to do this in our toolkit that has resources for parents, our brain behavior reset toolkit. 
It's an affordable, easy, quick way for parents to get these skills to dive deeper. And you can just go to www.drrosanne.com and find out more about it. Organization. So we often know our kids struggle with organization. And we think about it as things being messy, but it also really is forgetfulness. Our kids don't remember where they place things. They have no sense of what they need. And it's a skill that can be taught. If many of my families, the whole family is terrible at this, and it really might mean changing what you're doing. And so you put structure and organization. I carry a book around that has my notes on it. I label them with the time, the date on it. You can't see it so that they're always in place that I take a lot of notes and I love to write things down. It's very helpful in the brain. That works for me. It may not work with Joey and Amy, okay? So we got to look at what works for you, for your child, but also as a family. Time management. Does your child struggle to complete tasks or they can't stay focused enough to finish their homework or get anything done? Or maybe they're super fearful and moody. This may leave you questioning if your child has ADHD or something else like a learning problem, anxiety, depression, or OCD. Well, I've created a quick quiz that will tell you if it's ADHD or something else. Text the word quiz to one three alert more to take my free quiz so you can get to the bottom of what's going on and the right solutions. That's text the word quiz to one three alert more. Most kids with executive functioning are time blind. They don't have a sense of what time is. I know my own teenager, Max, We call it max time and mom time. So we've really broken it down where we're not getting into it. So I say, this is, I need you down here in mom time, not max time. And I save it for really important time limited things. And he gets it and he actually hustles. And then I let him take forever to do the other things. And it's okay. It works out for us. It works as a family. And he's gotten to the point as a teenager where there's really not a lot of friction. I'm not saying it never happens. It's really hard when you have one kid who's actually ahead of me and says, I'll meet you in the car. Hurry up, mom. And then the other one is like an hour can go by. And he's like, oh, I I just got, I'm, I'm ready. And we're like, we've been waiting an hour. You know, those are hard conversations, but they can be taught and there's ways to do it. So goal-directed persistence. That means that you're working towards a goal and you have the skills to persist. I'm going to further break that down because what it means is that we have broken down a task and it's clearly laid out. Not You're not assuming your kid knows. You're making the implicit explicit. But goal-directed persistence requires a lot of reinforcement, a lot of clarity Again, we can't assume because your kid's got 129 IQ that they really understand what they need to do. And it's one of the biggest reasons why kids don't persist. They just give up. It's easier and their brain allows that to happen. Metacognition. I always talk to myself. (laughs) Here I am talking to you right now. And it's really easy and I love it. And my brain works by listening to itself. That's what metacognition is. And so people with executive functioning 
don't talk to themselves and their brain in the same way. And we need to do that. So we have to talk out loud, right? And I do this all the time with my kids and I, and I always have, and I teach other parents, like when you think about a task, are you thinking about it in, in saying out loud, I'll, I'll say to my kid like, Oh, okay. So, you know, we got to get lunch. What do you think you're going to make? Oh, I think I'm going to make that. Okay. What do we need? He breaks it down. He says it or whatever. And you're just having a metacognitive conversation instead of saying, you need to get this. You need to do that. And I know real world happens, but we have to slow down to help build those skills. What do you think you need? What are the next steps? Oh, that's a great idea. And sometimes these kids are such geniuses. They have so many different ways of getting to an outcome and they might not be able to organize their thinking. And that's what metacognition, let's bring the inside out and teach them through your own language how to scaffold. Okay, stress tolerance. Your kid has to be able to manage stress. If your kid can't manage stress, they're going to smoke pot. They're going to drink, they're going to shut off, they're going to just be on their video games, they're going to find a way to numb themselves out. And stress tolerance is the nexus of all good mental health. And it can be taught. And it needs to be reinforced by you, who is modeling at your best, And when you're not modeling it, you're going to talk about it and say, wow, mommy shouldn't have used the F word on the highway. Not saying that's not a true story this week, but we have to let them know we're human beings and that we can make other options. So I hope I got you thinking, hope you got you inspired and hopeful. Don't ever be overwhelmed by these things. You start with foundational and you move to each area and they build upon each other. And the more our kids have success, the more that independent formation of skills happens. We don't have to be our kids' frontal lobes. We can reinforce their own to turn on. Parenting is so hard and there are so many ups and downs. Just know that no matter what is going on with your kid and your family, even if they're really struggling with time blindness, managing stress, planning and prioritizing, it's going to be okay. You need the right solution to help your child be successful at home, school, and life. And that's why I've created the Solution Matcher. Go to drrosanne.com forward slash help, D-R-R-O-S-E-A-N-N forward slash help to get the right solution for where you're at.